it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. Thanks once again for your company. Two items on the menu this week. Firstly, we introduce a new Blind Citizens Australia staff member, Tony Del Medoras. Tony, thanks for joining us and welcome to New Horizons. Uh, thank you, Vaughan. Thanks for inviting me on the program. It's a pleasure to be here. You've been with BCA just for a couple of weeks now, but tell us a little bit about what led you here. What's your background? I am a person with a vision impairment, so I've got a condition called Starguts disease and it's a type of macular dystrophy or rather juvenile macular degeneration so it's something I've had since I was young something that I've had to um, be able to work with throughout my life and find ways in my life of doing things a little bit differently in order to achieve uh, the result that I'm uh, that I needed to get to I live in Coffs Harbour firstly which is about 500 kilometers north of Sydney I live here with my wife and uh, three kids and back in about 2014, I had a, a big uh, career path change. For, prior to that period, I was working in financial services for uh, over 10 years. And then it came to a point in my life where I chose to change all that and, and focus on the community services sector. So I actually worked with uh, another uh, vision impaired organisation uh, back in Sydney, where, where I started off in. And that was where I got my first taste of being able to advocate on behalf of other uh, vision impaired or, or blind uh, people. It really gave me a real um, sense of, of satisfaction and it was quite rewarding to be able to have that experience. And so since that time, uh, leaving um, that organisation and moving up here to Coffs Harbour, um, they didn't have the program contract up here so I was led to work for other non-for-profit organizations up here uh, one of them including uh, a local provider of the national disability insurance scheme uh, I was also an internal um, uh, business integrity auditor for another organization but when I saw this opportunity come up with uh, BCA uh, and particularly relating to again uh, advocacy uh, that's what really sparked my um, my interest, and um, hence why I'm here today. Because I really would, uh, yeah, looking forward to being able to, you know, carry out that role of advocating. What is your role with Blind Citizens Australia? And even though you've only been with the organisation a couple of weeks, you must by now have a sense of what the ra- the role entails. Look, my role is the New South Wales ACT Advocacy Projects Officer. So it's, it's about advocating for the rights of people um, who are blind or vision impaired, uh, providing uh, advocacy support to BCA's New South Wales and ACT uh, branches and individual members. Um, it's, it's also about representing BCA and its members on disability access groups, on committees and, and forums. What about that role really excites you the most and what do you think you'll get out of this? That will, uh, th- th- I guess that will mean something to your future career. Being able to have a part in being able to create a, a fairer society for people who are blind or vision impaired 
being able to make that positive difference um, in the lives of BCA's members, yeah, for me, that's that's a, a quite a, a rewarding uh, achievement for me personally. So that's what I want to get out of the role, and um, and I'm sure yeah that will happen. What do you like to do, and uh, what brought you to Coffs Harbour? So Coffs Harbour was again another big change in our life. Uh, I grew up in Sydney, and and it was only about eight years ago, or actually seven years ago to be exact, that we uh, left Sydney and made the big change up here to Coffs Harbour. Primarily, it was family reasons that we um, made the big change. We wanted to raise the family in a, in a area which wasn't so crowded so expensive uh, the areas that we were living in were ending up moving every couple of years so it was very unsettling as well again financially things were very expensive down there uh, so making the move up here to Coffs Harbour um, yeah really has uh, benefited uh, the family uh, it's a yeah beautiful um, environment up here as well um, what we're doing up here in Coffs Harbour, like the three kids, uh, we homeschool our three kids, so I have a share in doing that as well. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, from a spare time point of view, there's not much of that, but uh, uh, I do love to read. I do like to uh, you know, be involved in uh, some volunteer community service uh, work, uh, being able to you know, check up on our neighbours and yeah, provide some something positive for them, being able to, you know, Play and watch sports. You know, I love my uh, sports: uh, soccer and cricket, swimming, and obviously we've got a lot of uh, beaches here on the coast too that uh, we visit quite regularly. What are some of the projects that uh, you're involving yourself in as the New South Wales Advocacy Projects Officer? Obviously, uh, since starting with uh, BCA, I've I've had um, the opportunity to uh, start getting up to speed and reading about uh, some of the projects that BCA is involved in. Um, so. I'm aware of uh, some of the projects that I'll be involved in personally, which will be uh, part of the Transport um, Advisory Committee, for instance, uh, or part of the Light Rail, CBD and Parramatta Light Rail Project, uh, the Equal Access to Democracy Project. So there's quite a few of these projects. Again, I'm only stating a couple here that just come to mind, but there is more there that um, yeah, I'll be uh, getting involved in. When I think about advocacy, uh, Vaughan, and I think about you know, what it means, um, you know, it's something that when, because I grew up with my, my condition and um, during schooling and then through work, employments, um, I wasn't actually very good at advocating for myself, uh, Vaughan. <laughs> and so it did take um, some time for build up to build up those uh, personal skills. Being able to speak up, find the courage to speak up when something uh, is unfair, uh, that's something I've had to develop over time. Um, and so now I look forward to being able to you know, do that for, for others, uh, whether it's on an individual level or a systemic uh, level, uh, being able to you know, pr promote and protect and defend the uh, human rights of you know, people with a disability. Well, Tony, we'll be talking to you, no doubt, about the projects that you're running and other things involved with Blind Citizens Australia over the time. So congratulations on uh, on working with BCA. It's a great organisation to work for, and I wish you all the best for your job, and, and thanks again for being on the program. Thank you very much, Vaughan, and I uh, appreciate you inviting me on the program. And continuing with the theme of Blind Citizens Australia, Michael Jaynes discusses the Blind Citizens Australia trivia. Most people 
may not know that uh, BCA runs a trivia program, but let's talk about trivia generally and why it's uh, so inaccessible to blind and vision impaired people typically. You know, often you get trivia nights happening as fundraisers and pubs and things like that, and you've got to uh, sit around a table with a whole group of people and, and put your answers down on a piece of paper and they get scored. Have you experienced that yourself? I certainly have, Vaughan, and whilst trivia nights, whether they be at the pub or the local cricket club or the kids' primary school or wherever, can be really great social evenings. They can also be very inaccessible and frustrating for blind and vision impaired people, given that it is so visual and there's so much writing and at times even reading to be done. Even when teams get handed each other's score sheets to or answers to do the scores, you can't even really participate in that. So while it can be fun, it can also be very frustrating. And of course, sometimes you get visual questions like, you know, who's the person in this video or or what is the uh, event that uh, these people are looking at or some such thing or, you know, photos. Tell me what the, uh, you know, what this door, what building this door is the build. Sorry. Or what uh, building is this door related to or something along those lines. Absolutely. And of course, that makes, you know, that's impossible for those who are blind or vision impaired to really make a real contribution to the team. BCA has been running its uh, own trivia program for quite some time now. It was a COVID initiative, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So it's probably been going about three years. And um, I think really for BCA, Saturday night has become BCA trivia night. There's about 15 or 20 on average members uh, log into Zoom in various forms on Saturday night for an hour or a bit more and sit there and have a good time playing trivia, which, of course, is done in a way that makes it um, equitable and accessible for all of us. It doesn't mean we know the answers, but it gives us an equal chance of, um, of answering a question correctly. And, of course, that's facilitated by one of a number of people who are BCA members and very well-versed in the idea of looking up trivia questions and uh, attending trivia groups. But you're looking for more presenters, I understand. Yes, we are. We have some presenters at the moment, but like all these things, people come and do it for a while and then for various reasons are unable to do it anymore. So we've got plenty of participants, but we're really looking for some new and fresh presenters. So you're not hearing people like Ramona, Mandy and me come along every second week. So, yes, we would love to interest some more people in presenting. And what does it take to be a trivia presenter? There's really, Vaughan, two components to, to the job. Firstly, of course, is the researching and compiling questions, and that can take some time. There's no doubt about that. And then the second part is, of course, asking the questions on a Saturday evening. Now, traditionally, that has been done by one person, the, the whole role, but there's certainly the opportunity, particularly if people maybe are not feeling particularly confident with it, to take on one of those tasks. So you might be really interested in researching questions and getting them prepared or you might be more interested in being out there and presenting a group of questions that have already been put together so whilst it's traditionally been the way that the person will do both parts of that job there's certainly the opportunity to just take on one of those tasks if people wish so it really is a, a it is a team isn't it it's it's not just one person acting in isolation how is the the rostering for that managed well um, BCA's uh, member engagement officer 
Tim Haggis takes care of that side of it. He he does that part of it. And then those of us who present um, when it comes around to our turn. Um, the thing is, to pre- we've discovered you probably need about 50 or 60 questions to get through the hour and a bit that's allocated each Saturday night. So, you know, there is a fair number of questions, but we try to move through them fairly quickly and we don't give people 10 minutes to procrastinate over a team answer. <laughs> and that's really important. It Tell- is very important. Tell us how people can find out more information and are there mentorship uh, opportunities available for people to learn how to develop the questions and things like well, that? Well, there's a couple of things there. Firstly, if people have got any interest at all, are really keen or just want to find out a bit more, I would really strongly suggest that they contact Tim Haggis at BCA. So on one 800 the BCA phone number, or by email, and Tim's email address is Tim dot haggis h-a-g-g-i-s at bca.org.au and tim would be really happy to have a chat about that with you the other thing too of course is that a good way to get a feel for bca trivia is to come along a couple of times two or three times get involved and just get a feel for how the whole thing works before you decide whether presenting um, is for you and i think it'll just give you a good idea of how things go and of course, we'd be really happy for people just to come along and participate. You don't have to be a, want to be a presenter. And the details for that are always in the BCA member update every week. And that's it for this week's program. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1800 033 660. 1800 033 660. Or you can email bca at bca.org.au. bca at bca.org.au. Over the next few weeks, we're planning an episode where we will talk about your discrimination stories, those which I've received. So look out for that over the next couple of weeks. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for joining us. Talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realization of a dream.